Hello and welcome to this latest edition of Security in a Zero Trust World powered by Unisys. I'm Steve Mullen. For each of the last 14 years, Unisys has conducted a cybersecurity survey called the Unisys Security Index. The 2020 edition was just released and this year's numbers are particularly interesting because they show how the global pandemic and the resulting changes to how business is conducted have shifted people's feelings about security. Some of the results were a little surprising. For example, only 41% are concerned about a data breach while working remotely, a number that's realistically far too low. Joining us now to talk about the numbers and tell us what they mean is a frequent guest on Security in a Zero Trust World, Matt Newfield, the Chief Information Security Officer for Unisys. He says the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted nearly everything these days, including the findings of this survey. This year's index actually, for me, happened at a very interesting moment in time. Uh, in 2020, obviously, we're dealing with the COVID pandemic. And right as the COVID pandemic was really coming to light, really starting to impact the world, that's when we did our uh, survey. So that's when we were reaching out to consumers around the world and really starting to pull this information in this year. And one of the interesting things that came out of it is the concern around internet security, which has really been at the top of people's minds since 2010, has dropped to the bottom of the four areas that we really look at, national security, financial security, and personal security, all well outranked internet security. One of the core reasons we think that happened is really should be obvious, I think, for a lot of people, there's a lot going on in the world. And for many, you look at, you know, the health of your family, the health of yourself, your employment situation with everything you're seeing in the news and so many people are experiencing. For us, it's not surprising that we saw that drop. And this drop, was it a global drop or was it just in the U.S.? Well, it's really a it's a global drop. I mean, it, the U.S. was the most pronounced, but it is a global drop. And, you know, we're seeing it around the world. And and again, I, I think a lot of that has to do with what's really going on. With that said, I, I think it's important to really spend a minute and talk about why that raises concern for organizations like ours and for people like me. If you look at the world order today, if you see what's going on, it is very easy to understand that an average person who is at home that is desperate for information, for example, on what's going on within the state they live in, the country or region they live in, they're looking for information. And if they start getting emails that claim to have new data, there could be a visceral or emotional reaction to those emails to want to click whatever's in there or to assume whatever information is contained in it is legitimate. And the adversaries around the world know that. And they are using this time, this pandemic, this situation we're in globally to their advantage. Remember, at the end of the day, they want to make money. They want to do the things that they do and that's either making money or, you know, breaking things. And people need to be wary of that. 
You could also look at it from the job perspective. There are many, many people around the world that are, are currently unemployed and looking for work. And there can be a, again, that emotional reaction. If you receive an email that may look like an opportunity for a job or may look like a response to something you've sent out or from one of the job boards to not pay close enough attention to it. Um, and that's a global statement. We're seeing this increase around the world. And one of the stats that raises for us that so many concerns is cybercrime really has spiked right now. And, and the FBI has claimed that they've seen online crimes increase by about 400%. That could be 4,000 incidents a day around COVID-19. So it sounds like what you're saying is that while there has been a drop in consumer concern about cybersecurity, there's not really a good reason for that other than just being distracted? Absolutely. And, you know, for valid reason, I mean, that distraction, you know, it would be very hard for someone in the cybersecurity field to say it doesn't warrant a distraction. It absolutely warrants a distraction. But we still want people to remain vigilant so that while they're distracted, while they're focused on their health, their family and friends' health, you know, being isolated at home, looking for work or trying to keep their job, experiencing new work from home, life that they may be uh, experiencing that they are not taken advantage of. And they do not fall victim to people who are looking to victimize uh, those in need. And speaking of that, what are the implications of that drop in concern for consumers and their employers, the businesses? Yeah, so that's that's a big one. So from a consumer, just a personal perspective, identity theft is still a big thing out there. Through phishing, through a lot of vishing or voice phishing, receiving phone calls, there, there's still a significant amount of identity theft and healthcare identity theft that is going on today. Um, there's a lot of credential theft that we're seeing. Again, those links asking for certain types of credentials to, to harvest that information. And that can put even more stress on somebody when they're already at high levels of stress. So you really need to you know, do those things up front to limit that exposure. And then the other area that is of big concern for us is how that exposure impacts the companies they may be working for. So for many people, they've never really worked from home, right? A lot of businesses around the world are in office businesses. And you can see certain organizations, depending on your industry, operate at 13 to 15% generalized work from home. Well, in the, the peak of the, the pandemic, a lot of companies were 90, 95%, some even 100% work from home. And there's a significant amount of those individuals who've never experienced that before. They've never worked for a company that's experienced that before. And a lot of the people who haven't experienced it may be CIOs and CISOs of those organizations or IT administrators. So you have all these people that are no longer being supervised, potentially when they're used to being supervised. And they've taken corporate equipment and put it into what I consider to be the most hostile network on the planet, which is your home network. 
And that's not an insult to anybody out there, but I talk to so many people around the world who don't understand the need to patch home machines, have never configured a home internet router, even though they have one. And now all of a sudden, the administrators of companies are thinking, it's okay for you to work from that space. And the attackers know it. And we're seeing those increase in attacks. And a lot of what they're looking for is ways to get into home networks to see if they can get into company networks via those work from home machines. So do you see this drop in consumer concern as uh, an opportunity for training for these businesses? Is this where the training to avoid cybersecurity threats should be stepped up? Absolutely. Training to me is key and training covers multiple facets here. I never want to get into a conversation around FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And we're definitely not looking to be alarmist, but it's training around the basics. So I'll give you an example. You're working from home now. Have you ever read your company's acceptable use policy? Does your company even have an acceptable use policy? Have you been trained on it? And some people may sit back and go, well, you know, who cares? To those people, I ask a few very basic questions. Let's say you were sent home with an older machine that's not really powerful enough uh, for you to do your job. Is it okay for you to work, do your work on another machine that happens to be in your home that is more powerful? Is that okay? Is that acceptable to your company? Are you allowed to take data off of your corporate machine and put it on a USB drive? Can you use that new laptop that your company gave you and let a sibling, a parent, a child use that for surfing the internet or taking an online class or playing a game? Well, those are basic things and some people may go, well, that's really basic. Until you've read and learned and studied or been trained on your acceptable use policy, how do you know? It's so important for the companies that are sending people home to make sure they have very clear communication protocols and training protocols. They have very solid testing. Are you testing your employees on a regular basis so you know who needs more help? And are you really improving your monitoring? The other thing that a lot of companies, I think, miss in this area is an open feedback loop. So you've sent people home, and there was a real big knee-jerk reaction to sending people home. Even in our organization, we went from 15% to 95% work from home in about 48 hours. That's a lot of work that happened in a short period of time. So we opened a feedback loop. If the machine you have doesn't suffice for your job, submit these requests, let us assist you. Is there additional software that you need? Is something not working correctly? Do you have internet problems? So on and so forth, so that people feel connected back to their company instead of feeling even more isolated. And the last question, do you think this is a short-term trend, this lack of consumer concern uh, that'll go away with the pandemic or once we all feel a little safer, or do you really think it's a long-term thing? So I do think it's a short-term thing. As people start to return to normality or 
the unfortunate side, as some of these breaches start coming to light and making the news, I think people will start to remember the importance of their internet security habits and hopefully even expand that concept to their non-internet capabilities, just their home networks, what's going on within their own environments now that so many people have been forced to work from them on a regular basis. And, you know, the home network may have been a place to have your TV and do some general surfing, but now that it becomes that thing you need in order to stay productive with your employment, I am hopeful that next year we'll start seeing that there's more concerns around it because there's going to be more focus. Okay, Matt Newfield, Chief Information Security Officer for Unisys. Thanks once again for being on the program. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Have a great day. If you are interested in reading more about the Unisys Security Index, you can download the report at unisys.com forward slash USI. We'll also put a link in the show notes to this episode. As always, thanks for listening to Security in a Zero Trust World, powered by Unisys. I'm Steve Mullen.